Good morning everyone, I am Nishant Avasthi from the Premier League Prism. Today I am joined by Angad Singh Banwar from Lal Sena, Liverpool and Kostav Chaudhary who is a fan of Manchester United. Today the first thing on our agenda is TVG's appointment at Aston Villa. What is his style of play? What do we expect from Aston Villa going forward? And the best man to go through all of this is Angad because he has been a Liverpool fan and he knows everything about Steven Gerrard. So Angad, what do you what do you think about Steven Gerrard's appointment as a coach of Aston Villa? First of all, uh, thank you Nishan for inviting me. Uh, good morning everyone. So I'll straight away cut to the chase. Uh, this is a very positive appointment by Aston Villa. Uh, Steven Gerrard is a very good manager to take Aston Villa ahead and uh, with the history uh, Steven Gerrard has of managing clubs like he was a Liverpool under 18 coach as well for a brief moment then he did uh, Rangers a lot of good uh, he literally has an invincible trophy last year like he he kicked away Celtics off their perch finally and Celtics are back where they belong they, they did well in the Europa League as well uh, I think uh, with Stevie G at Aston Villa he has the right squad he can experiment a bit he he likes the 4-3-3 formation he can tweak it a bit with uh, Oli Watkins and uh, Danny Ings available at his perusal he has a nice amount of uh, wing backs available he has the experience of Ashley Young at Aston Villa that was a good signing uh, Matt Target will be useful and same goes for the other fullback. He has a solid uh, centre-back partnership as well. Ming's, uh, Ming's confidence will do him a lot of good for, for his performance in the Euros. Uh, lot of young talent available. He, uh, Gerard likes the wingers come into play as well. Uh, he had Kent do it for him uh, back at Rangers. So, I think it's going to be a nice adventure for him. Because, see, anyways, we, in, the, in the first season, it will be very difficult to judge Gerard's performance as well. Because, see, you know the best league in the world. And he, we all know he's one of the best uh, midfielders England has ever produced. So, obviously, he, he's not new to the tenacity of the Premier League. But it will be great to see one of the... Greatest, greatest legends of the Premier League uh, era to take Aston Villa to new heights. So, and my prediction is that uh, he can try and push and bring Villa to like top eight at least. Uh, they are at the bottom uh, half right now, but with a good string of performances, I think he can uh, target the eighth position as well. And next year, why not go to Europe with with the squad we, we, he has? Okay, uh, the biggest addition to the squad for Aston Villa this season was Buendia. He is sought after as a upcoming number 10. So, but uh, Gerard plays basically with a 4-3-3. 
do you think uh, he'll be integrating boendia on the wingers position or uh, on the number 10 position see uh, when it comes to such discussions as uh, a manager sticking to a, a same formidable formation as conte does with the 343 which he uses or uh, 3412 actually he likes two forwards uh, ahead three defenders and two wing backs like i can't really comment we'll have to see how how gerard goes cuz see if he goes 433 he'll have to play one of the strikers uh, which he has either rings or uh, uh, what can they have to be benched and i think uh, with both of them uh, both of them young english uh, forwards uh, their poachers uh, like they have a benzema esque feeling about them both of these uh, forwards i know uh, both of them can are injury prone as well that can work as a a blessing in disguise for gerard he can come up with a 433 then but yeah coming back to bundia we all know what norwich is doing without bundia yeah and same goes for aston villa as well uh, whenever a club sells off their talisman it's it's not easy and i feel for dean smith that way what he did with aston villa with that squad last year it was amazing So, do you think uh, Gerard will deploy Danny Ings as a striker and uh, Watkins as a winger, or uh, will they come as a substitute for each other? Uh, if if uh, if I go with my instinct, I think he should start with Danny Ings and uh, Watkins. Watkins can come in in the sixtieth, sixty-fifth minute. He can tweak the formation as well. He can like I I think Gerard can. Gerard will be easy. he'll he'll uh, uh, read a particular team he'll go with formation because he's a very smart player as well as a smart manager as well because like scottish league is not that easy as well that's in, true. in your in your first time uh, trying out being a manager for a team like uh, rangers hmm. and in your second or third year you end up being invincible hmm. that is amazing hmm. It, it's it's not that easy a feat Hmm. He also has McGinn in midfield, who is a workhorse. I am a big fan of John McGinn. Like uh, being a Liverpool fan, when Genie left, I, I thought we we could have signed a couple of replacements. Hmm. I really uh, am an admirer of uh, John McGinn. Hmm. He's he is a workhorse. He is good with both of his feet. He can shoot. He can pass. He can put his body on the line. What Gerrard did for Liverpool, I think yeah. McGinn does for Aston Villa. Okay. So and uh, for that matter, uh, Gerard has a very good goalkeeper as well. Like Arsenal was, it's pretty sad that Arsenal sold him off. Mm. They have signed a good replacement in Ramsdale. He's doing the job for the team, as we saw in the last game against uh, Leicester. So yeah, I think uh, we can expect a good couple of uh, couple of seasons with uh, Aston Villa. I think Gerard is the man to do it for Villa. So Costa. uh villa's greatest problem this season has been they have been conceding goals a lot from the set pieces uh and gerard at rangers last season conceded only one goal from set piece yeah do you think he'll be able to shore up their defense yeah so i think uh, with respect to gerard so his playing style has always been um, you know uh, more to do with midfield because you know like 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 uh, angad rightly said um he he likes to play uh you know a little bit of attacking football as well and that is exactly why he was successful uh, in with with rangers so i think uh, as far as the defense is concerned he has good set of players to play for him 
uh, right now it's too early or too too because premier league as you all know i mean it's a very unpredictable league um, uh, it's not like the german league or the italian league or for that matters la, la liga it it is kind of unpredictable you don't know which team say for example you know if you see brentford this season it has been a good and you know it you know it every you know every season one team comes off as a dark horse which which kind of performs really well in the first half and then after the boxing day the, the dynamics change in the premier league so um so far as uh, steven gerard is concerned i think um, he's got a good playing style um uh, he has been very successful in the scottish league um, and um, let's see i mean you know it's very it's it's too early for for anybody of us to con- com- comment on you know as to how gerard is going to play his uh, his his 11 um for now all i can say is gerard is uh, is experienced he has been a very good midfielder for liverpool um while i used to watch gerard uh, you know back in the day he was i mean you you can't you can't really complain about the fact that how he used to play a fantastic uh, leg in in his team mm. so um so far as gerard is concerned my opinion is i would want want to watch couple of games before i could comment on steven gerard but definitely it's a good upgrade it's a good upgrade for for, for premier league so angad uh, you've been watching steven gerard in the rangers side as well uh, he has come out with various interviews where he has said that he doesn't have a specific style of play but he has been influenced by rafa benitez and jurgen klopp particularly because he was managing the under 18 side for liverpool when jurgen klopp was in charge and uh, like rafa benitez plots game by game he doesn't have a specific style of play so do you think uh, gerard is more in the klopp mold or more in the benitez mold i, I think he's more in the uh, benitez mold cuz see uh, gerard like we all know what uh, gerard did in the 2005 final and who was the manager like everybody in mm. the footballing world knows that uh, the great istanbul yeah, win the miracle of istanbul TVG was captain Rafa Benitez was the manager the opposition had AC Milan one of the best teams we've ever seen uh, to play a league in the Italian footballing world and uh, winning that game let's not go there like we need a separate session to yeah. discuss that match cuz so i think so he will be more established to uh follow the footsteps of rafa benitez rather than klopp cuz see klopp sticks to his formation 433 hmm. and he doesn't he's not a big fan of uh, making impact substitutions he just sticks to his 11 he doesn't experiment that much uh, like pep did or hmm. for that matter uh, what how jose mourinho uh, plans his game out i think it will be more prudent for him to go how benitez goes and uh, stick to his game plan study the opponents as well and then tweaking his team cuz he uh, there is a considerable amount of depth available in that uh, villa lineup cuz see a player like uh, ashley young though he is uh, almost there reached his twilight of his career but i think with him also there in the squad using his experience cuz see we all know when uh, Manchester United uh, signed up uh, Ashley Young from Villa he was an impact player and going back uh, playing for the club you were most uh, successful for 
is always a good thing but anjad i i really want to know uh, that you know how do you feel gerard going back to anfield and you know playing uh, <laughs> against so that will be see he'll i think uh, <laughs> he'll receive a, a brilliant homecoming uh, in december i think the game is in the first week of uh, december if i'm not wrong 11th of december so yeah it's on 11th of december it's going to be a cracker as well uh, i think the uh, the result will be in the favor of liverpool but anyways uh, gerard is going to get a standing ovation uh, anyhow so uh, the next next four matches before the liverpool match uh, for aston villa are brighton crystal palace city and leicester oh wow it might be the case that uh, when gerard reaches anfield he might have not won any of those games there might because, be a possibility there because be brighton possibility. is playing amazingly well crystal palace has just come out from defeating manchester and uh, city obviously i don't think aston villa have right now the chops to beat manchester city and leicester with brendan rodgers is a very good playing side so he might be on the back of four defeats straight away coming to anfield i don't think so they're going to be four defeats of what i feel but uh, whom do you think they are able to beat in the next four games between brighton crystal palace city and leicester i think uh, gerard can start off his uh, aston villa career by with a win over brighton okay i i can i really don't see a reason where he can't do that but brighton is very lively these days uh, potter is doing a good job yeah great manager i, I, I know crystal palace beat man city but uh, again as uh, mr costov said the premier league is one of the best leagues in the world uh, any team can beat the table toppers on their day yeah uh, we all know uh, anything can happen in the premier league that's why uh, it's called the the word premier is related to this league and nobody else has this word yeah and again and uh, gerard can surprise liverpool as well like last season how would you season, how would you feel if gerard comes with his aston villa side at anfield and beats a liverpool it's, it's very highly improbable uh, but if it happens anfield, i'll be happy for him obviously i'll be gutted that liverpool losing to a side with a new young manager but like uh, i don't think so it's going to happen but i'll be happy for gerard if if it, if it does happen cuz see danny ings on his day you all know what he can do yeah he is just amazing yeah so uh, a lot of buzz in the media circles right now is that uh, this is a good stepping stone for gerard for the job for liverpool yeah i also read a post uh, like aston uh, aston villa has given a gerard a deal And and it ends at the same time where Klopp's deal three and a half at, years. Yeah, Klopp's deal ends with Liverpool. Twenty twenty four. Uh, like I I I don't see that Gerard is gonna go anywhere uh, anywhere else after his Villa career. I think he'll be uh, homebound. He'll go to Liverpool. But all depends on Mr. Klopp. See, yeah. best manager in the world, arguably. Uh, like who, any Liverpool fan. wouldn't want uh, mr klopp to leave but me personally i i see klopp managing the german team in the next world cup and when that happens uh, i think gerard would be groomed enough because uh, managing a side like villa he'd be targeting europe as well he'll have the experience and he'll have massive boots to fill but 
I don't think so they can be a better man to do the job. But Steve Angad, what, what if uh, Gerard proves to be the other Lampard? Like, uh, I, I don't think see, so. See, that is what that, that is what Kostov, I was about to ask you. Uh, Lampard did a very very good job at Derby. Absolutely. And then he got his dream job at Chelsea because he was the greatest Chelsea legend. Yeah. And uh, for the first year he did amazingly keeping them in the league for the fourth position. Yeah. But then he had a war chest of a budget and yes. he bought in some amazing amazing players. Yeah. And everything went downhill from then on. Yes. Do you think uh, there is a slight possibility that Gerard goes in the same way because Aston Villa right now have the fourth richest owners in the Premier League. That's correct. And they have a big budget and Gerard would have come in with a lot of promises to buy a lot of players. Yeah. And uh, do you think uh, it's all rosy for Aston Villa and Steven Gerrard or uh, there's a chance that things could go sore? See, as far as uh, you know, my experience about the Premier League uh, you know all these watching days of premier league is concerned i feel that you know the the premier league can be a bummer for any manager any day and in any season because you know you know we we saw what lampard went through with chelsea uh, though chelsea is a very very uh, shrewd club so to say and it is very very um, aspirational um, and 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 rightly so because it has it has been winning games it has been winning uh, titles uh, in the in the recent past so you know it, it is it is completely dependent on you know what your streak is about your confidence level and that only builds up when you win the game that's a result business at the end of the day so i think you know it's it's too early for anybody to comment on gerard because you know premier league can can be so surprising and so shocking at times you see what united has been up to so you know and and after ole has been the manager since the last you know couple of years you know it it can be it can be a bummer for and you know it does not really depend too much on you know the kind of players you have and the big names and the big you know sheet that you have it all depends on your day yeah at the end of the day because you know at a good day even city loses to um, crystal palace and even on bad days like you know how how united has been mm. you know uh, you know it is it is losing games left right and center mm. um, against young boys Mm. you know <laughs> it's it's i'm i'm i mean i'm just taking examples yeah, right? yeah. so uh, we we'll hold that thought we'll come back to oli in a minute yeah uh, so angad uh, like lampard went to chelsea but uh, chelsea is a very very demanding job aston villa i would say not so much but uh, their owners have showed that uh, they too can be impatient with the things because dean smith got them up from the second division to the first division and then to the premier league itself uh, don't you think he should have been given a bit more time and uh, do you think if the results go sour maybe not this season but next season if they are not able to maintain their position in the top 10 uh, things could be very tough for gerard see uh, i don't really want to compare uh, the owner of aston villa to mr ibrahimovic yeah because he I I think so gets too personally involved in uh, checking a manager's performance which is a good thing or a bad thing in I, your I opinion I think it's a bad thing but it's it works for uh, a guy like him it does so because see that that also brings in questions uh, brings in question the loyalty of uh, Chelsea fans as well hmm. I I don't think so they like they liked what happened to Lampard how Lampard was treated yeah like uh, so uh, 
I I can't really dismiss Lampard's contribution in Chelsea's uh, Champions League winning squad. I think he had a major major role to play on in what he did for to He had a, a amazing there. attacking style of play by the way. It's just that he was leaking goals left right and center. Yeah, cuz see I I I really like uh, Havertz. I I am a fan of Mount what mount is doing for chelsea is just amazing we we see a future captain in the next 4 5 years maybe earlier as well uh i i like zh though he's not really clicking there i hope he does uh so that's also fun to watch but yeah uh, if things get sour for gerard as well I, as i said i think his job will be secure uh, for a couple of years at least but as you know it's the premier league anything can happen like the number of managers which have been sacked this year is commendable i think more than five managers have been sacked yeah. these many four, numbers, four managers still these now many of numbers have have four not four managers still now it's not even december yet and yeah i'm really happy for dean smith as well he he he, he lost a job and like in in a week he got to manage another premier league club yeah it will be difficult cuz norwich like after selling off i don't think anybody in the world right now can save norwich from relegation what do you, you think you never know we we've seen commendable things in the premier league yeah i mean if if you see the kind of managers there are in the premier league you have tuchel you have jurgen klopp you have pep guardiola you have all the top managers in the premier league what do you expect you know the results to be in the premier league if you don't perform you will get sacked right So coming on to the next big topic which is Eddie Howe's appointment to Newcastle. Newcastle again has been conceding goals. They are now the new rich boys of the Premier League. They have shit loads of money at their disposal. But uh, looking at Eddie Howe's record, he has conceded goals 330 versus scoring 241. So it means that his teams concede a lot of goals. and if newcastle need to stay up in the premier league they need to shore up their defensive line do you think uh, both both of you kostub and angad do you think uh, eddie how in that respect has been a good appointment for newcastle and will he be able to shore up the defense for newcastle and keep them up in the premier league uh thanks for uh, this question nishant uh, very well put up so how i would like to answer this question is first of all see I don't really want to judge uh, Eddie Howe's uh, performance and the number of goals he's conceded or the money he spent or the number of goals his team has scored at a club like Bournemouth cuz he barely had any money to spend that that's like petty cash like uh, so I can't really compare uh, a club with of a stature like with the stature like of Newcastle to a club like bournemouth obviously he is going to have a lot of money at the starting of next season if he ends up making some signings in january cuz i cannot see newcastle staying up in the premier league without any signings cuz i i like jamal sells but he only plays 12 games out of 38 like there was a time where jamal lasells was my uh, substitute uh, defender in my fpl as well cause in the 12 13 matches he'll play he'll end up scoring four headers from corners he's a good manager uh, he's a good player he's a commanding player he leads his team but he's just to injury prone 
like i think he's worse than he's worse off than uh, joel matip so costup uh, the same question to you eddie, eddie how has been in his bournemouth side he was known to go gung ho with every team he faced and uh, newcastle have a lot of defensive problems as angus rightly pointed out jamal lasellas is injured all the time so uh, do you think they'll be able to shore up their defense and uh, is this the right appointment because they were looking for unai emery as well and they were looking for fonseca as well but they ended up with eddie howe do you think uh, he has the chops to cut it up defensively in the premier league yeah i do think i do think that you know eddie howe is a good appointment um in bournemouth also he was you know the kind of um, uh, the kind of team that uh, bournemouth was and uh, the kind of uh, managing style eddie howe had um it was a good feat for him and uh, you know with newcastle coming up with with the kind of money and the kind of uh, bag that they have right now i think they can shuffle their players really well all also i feel that you know it could be another nuno because you know it was the the, the tottenham uh, appointment of nuno was kind of done in a hasty manner you know um tottenham could have gone for 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 a better manager than nuno in the first place you know because tot because see at the end of the day tottenham is of the stature of you know coming in in the top 5 position in the premier league but we we saw what happened so uh, again like you know how how i said um, premier league is a very very shocking league in the f- very first place uh, we'll have to see the couple of games when you know um when when he comes onto the pitch and he so we we need to kind of assess how he he handles the the pressure of you know getting a point appointed in the newcastle side right now but yeah i, I mean my prediction about eddie howe is going to be a good signing uh, as a manager for newcastle so uh, let's address the elephant in the room now uh, we were both talking like two weeks back and two or three weeks back and we said if uh, oli loses to liverpool yeah then city becomes a very important game yeah. and if he then goes on to lose to city again yeah he will be sacked there is no way he is staying in the job because this is a crime right but uh, he manages to keep his job again and uh, this week he tra- takes training against watford yeah so what do you think uh, is the for- future for oli and where is this club manchester united going See, as a fan, I've always been very supportive of the fact that you know, even if we lose, it's not the end of the day because at the end of the day, United has some history. Uh, United has um, some uh, good, uh, you know, strength in the bench also, and also see with United things have gone down south also because we don't have a plan right now. With Oli uh, as the manager. uh we did not experiment too much like how how you see mcfred in the mid he's not experiment with experimenting too much with van de beek matich also you know kind of becomes a supportive hand right now because he's not the player who could play 90 minutes every game um with respect to oli i have been oli out since uh, we lost to you know in in the champions league as well we we've not been performing like we we should because the group is really really easy and it's 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 the easiest group in the champions league yeah. right now with with respect to premier league oli does not have a plan right now he does not i mean i i keep talking to you about the plan b but we don't have a plan a yeah yeah 
so it, right now he's not the manager united deserves he's not the one who who can take us um in the i i see in the top 4 united can land up because we have a good team we have really good team also see if you see the next four matches it's going to be very crucial because watford is kind of easy uh, though it's not a home game and and we've been uh, you know very good in away games but after that we have chelsea arsenal and crystal palace right chelsea is something that i've already you know taking for granted that we are going to lose that okay. <laughs> as of now okay. but watford is something that we can look forward to right now Mm. and uh, if we lose to watford then if ole is not getting sacked then i'm surprised because you know after liverpool and city what happened i mean the only crying was left for me apart from that i think my there's there was nothing left for me to support ole right so angad you being a liverpool fan you would be glad that ole stayed in the job uh, what do you think where do you think this club is going i i want to start off with something get that contract out put it on the table let ole sign it let him write whatever number he wants to put on there given what he's done since he's come in after that 5-0 victory let him sign the contract ole is at the wheel he should stay for another 5 years <laughs> that's me as a liverpool fan ole should stay till 2031 he should he should have a career at uh, united with open arms he should stay as the coach for another 10 years uh, i'll be a very happy man uh, i would love to see liverpool thrash united at trafford every year every time playing for the second most successful pl- club in england you just need to and you might pass you first you would want to protect yourself uh, here it, it's Because the time to be corrected no no liverpool is the most successful club in well, england well we could take the banter away no, no but liverpool is more successful in europe but in england it is still united is still united. the most successful Check club the number of trophies boys we we can discuss that offline yeah. so let's not go there yeah. but yeah you need to just just sell pogba off self red off play the kid vanderbeek come on like he's on the bench i don't want him to like give out water bottles to the united players just play him ole has to play a player like vanderbeek he just can't waste him on the bench he has to find a way of playing him bruno and ronaldo together so like, uh so under under no i have a, i have a follow up question to you yeah uh did you see the city united match I did. What was your thought about United? At least they were doing something better of what they did last in the last game against Liverpool. I completely disagree with you. Yeah, I'll tell you something. So they were toying with United. Yeah. City were toying with United. They were not scoring but they were keeping possession. That's what Pep Pep does, right? And he he is completely into passing. He needs one extra pass before he he scores the goal. And you saw what Shaw did when when the finals you know the the goal was scored so i think you know with i'll tell you what, what 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 was exactly happening wrong there i'll tell you what what was wrong with ole ole does not have a plan <laughs> he just 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 he's lost 
He does not know what to do because in the previous game he saw what Liverpool did with United and then he went with some some bizarre lineup. No, not the lineup but the formation. You know, he just does not know. and then uh, suddenly he brought in he so so with the defensive style he completely uh, you know changed his game in after the half and he did something bizarre. And that is exactly what is wrong with Ole right now. See, if you if you think Ole is not the right man for the job, whom do you think can replace him at United? If you ask me, Eric Ten Hag. Okay, why will Eric Ten Hag leave a club like Ajax where he just loves to slay giants? Because uh, because, because United is the United. biggest club because in England. It is United. We are talking uh, about. I, I disagree. I, I think uh, like let, let's let's forget banter. I think uh, Ole needs a bit more of time here. I think he can. Uh, that's what the Liverpool fan inside of you is saying. No, right? no, that's what I said. You, I, I just want to leave away the banter. I think till Christmas, his job is secure. I, I, I really won't be surprised if United don't even make it to the next round of the Champions League. I don't know how that will affect uh, keeping uh, the brand CR7 at uh, United, but I, I'm seriously saying I, I did not see United. Though they are still uh, top of the group, but that happened last time as well. They yeah. were at top of the group, and that Leipzig game happened. Yeah, you lost, and you went to Europa. Yeah. You didn't even win the uh, Europa final. Yes, yeah. Emery did his magic in the end. Yeah, so, or maybe they had just yeah, couldn't save so, a ball. So, yeah, that that way as well. Uh, you are uh, critical about Ole, but he just. Took you to a European final as well last year. Yeah. You can't ignore that for a fact as well. See, I am of this opinion right now. Uh, for me, it's bollocks when everybody says that we can't get a manager mid-season because Aston Villa just proved that they can get Gerard from Rangers mid-season. You know, you can get a manager mid-season if you have the ambitions to do that. But uh, for me, uh, Oli right now is undeservingly in the job. If he can manage to turn this around like he did last season. Last season also, when we were in November, we didn't have a good start. We were like in the same position when a fan base six one down from Tottenham. Yeah, we everybody in the fan base was fan fan base was on Oli's head. But he turned it around and uh, he had like a streak of fifteen to sixteen wins on the trot. Do you think he has the potential to do that again, or if he loses to let's say Chelsea and Arsenal, which are the next three fixtures out of the two, uh, do you think he keeps his job or they sack him? See, Nishant, do, do you have you seen the depth he has in the attack? Yeah. Why doesn't he have the same depth in the midfield? You know, yeah. you can't play Matic there. You can't play like I. I like McTominay, but. Like I don't like Fred with McTominay. See, that's that's what we are talking about. He's yeah. stubborn about his about his playing style. He does not have an action. Maybe plan. maybe maybe Fred and McTominay are the best performers in training. He, he maybe he doesn't like how Pogba trains. We are, I like Pogba when he booms. I like his shots. I like his haircuts. Uh, everybody has been saying about <laughs> Van der Beek. Everybody has been saying about Van der Beek that he's a system player and he needs technical players around him to play. Do you think? Uh, he is not playing because Oli doesn't know how to use him or he is not playing because he doesn't have the players around him to maximize his potential. Wait Nishan, wait, Nishan. Let, me, let me talk about uh, Van Der Beek because I've seen him play. Yeah. 
you saw how he played in the Carabao Cup, right? That was his game. He was the man of the match, for me at least. And he and and on his good days, if he could do that, well, Ole needs to experiment with his midfield. It's clearly not working out for him. And mid is the problem. Let's address the elephant in the room. United has a good strike. We have Green Greenwood, who's who's the who's the best. Uh, in the United so far, he is the, the next big thing. He is the next big thing, and he has been proving day in and what day out. What he can out. do with both of his feet is just and, amazing. And coming from the corner, he can score goals. He does not even need to pass the ball to the striker, right? He he has he has done it in. in I mean, day in and day out, we are talking about Greenwood, who's just you know he's just a youngster. But uh, right Costa, there was a story running in the media yeah. that uh, Ronaldo is not happy with Greenwood because he doesn't pass him the ball very often. How do you think that dynamics is gonna play well, out? Well, well, in that case, make Ronaldo the ma- manager, right? You know, player manager, but he's not. Right, right now, all we need is a is a good action plan to execute on the field, and we don't have one. We are we are nowhere in on the field. If you look, we are just about passing the ball to Ronaldo, and it has so you know Ronaldo has obviously it was a it it is a good signing. Ronaldo on your side is any day, uh, you know, better than Martial, but. You know, he's not the only one. It's a team game at the end of the day. So, Antonio Conte was touted to come in next hmm. for Manchester United, yeah. but the board didn't act, and uh, Conte went to Spurs. Yeah. Do you think? Uh, question for both of you. Do you think uh, Conte made the right decision going to Spurs? Will he be able to challenge with Spurs, or he should have waited for the United job, and? Uh, do you think uh, Conte was not the right fit for United? I think it was a good call for United to not sign Conte in okay. the first place. Because Conte is too demanding as a manager. Uh, we've already spent too much on players. We have good players. It's not about players anymore for United. If you see, the on, on paper, United is still, I think, the second best team in the Premier League. Which is the first? I think for now, City is, is the first good team on paper. Because they still have a lot of depth, and they have Pep Guardiola, of course. Yeah, right. But you know, on paper, if you look at just the midfield, and you know, no team has all eleven players as world class, right? Yeah. You See, can't have. City does not have a forward, right? Except Jesus, and Jesus is not even. But City's play is all about midfield. That's that's, that's exactly that's what City does, and that's why why they are winning the games. They don't need a striker when they are successful with, with their midfield. I would have coming, been scared. Coming, I would uh, have been scared if Conte would have come to United. Okay. No, I don't think so. I, think, I would have been scared. I think Conte would have been another. And right now, like taking this uh, Conte uh, topic in a positive direction, it'll be it'll be sad if you guys, whoever plays FPL, do not put even one of Son or Kane in your FPL team. Because Conte is going to play both of them as strikers. Yeah. See, I they are going to complement each other and they are going to start winning games. I agree with you. Uncle. And I, I, agree. I really won't be surprised if Spurs finish fourth instead of United. Okay. After the after thirty eight games. See, I agree with you, Angad. But as United supporter, I am thinking long term here. Yeah, and nee, let's not go long term. Because see, the number of signings you signed. Rafael Varane, you signed See, the next big signed, thing in English football, Jadon Sancho. After you signed arguably the best player ever to play <laughs> on the 
football pitch Cristiano Ronaldo we do not have depth and you are struggling to qualify for the knockouts of the champions when league. did i say let's, that let's i'm i'm not i'm not talking i'm just saying that we okay okay, okay, no, no, okay no, no, coming no, no, back no, no, to conte but okay yeah. this discussion can go on forever coming yeah. back to conte I, I why do you think he signed for spurs uh, first of all uh, spurs should have gone for him rather than nuno Uh, talk like they did, but it wasn't just possible that I, time. I guess, like again, it it's a Daniel Levy thing. He just didn't want to. He didn't want Conte to spend freely. Now Conte got what he wanted. He's gonna make a couple of signings in January, and they're gonna come all out on on the other teams. I'm really expecting a nice, tasty fixture when he faces Chelsea. Because it's gonna be, yeah. uh, it's it's gonna be payback time. Because I, I don't know. That's what Chelsea does. Like they they just you don't get to first position. You don't get second. You don't get to third. Just sack their managers off. Yeah. I I don't know, but that's how football works these but days. But that, that's exactly it's what my so problem commercial. is. No, but Angad, let me tell you something. So with United, the only thing that was that was good with United was stability till Ferguson was there. Right, and after that we've been lacking that. See, you know, that, that's that's and exactly, exactly. Like, just just listen out. My point is that we don't want another manager for two years. We want somebody who can stay there for five to six years because that's exactly what United is all about: consistency. But do you think Costup? This is the very thing that's killing United right now because Absolutely. we want. We want someone who wants to stay for ten years. That's no. why Ole no, 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 should no, no, stay. No, 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 no. no, no. Ole should something. be given I'll more time. We need momentum right now. If if we have momentum, see, football is all about confidence. Right. Once you have the momentum, one second. If you have the momentum, if you have the confidence, even you know a cleverly can win Premier League, right? He did. He did because he there did. was momentum. Because there was a team around him. Cleverly was never a, a, the best. I, best I think United had the momentum. You just had the most number of undefeated streak going away, away from, from your and home. also we had yeah. the most amount of home defeats at the That's same time. What do you think it's you know signals to? Because what I feel it signals to is that United because they don't have a style of play, they can't dominate games at home when they go away. uh the teams are sitting back sometimes or sometimes they're counter attacking and united have a better chance of win- winning away from home when it comes to the home games we because we don't have a style of play just have one mantra i mean just one thing that i want to add up here is just get rid of fred <laughs> just get rid of fred <laughs> and maybe get right declan rice declan rice is very good but you know declan rice so, will be way uh, too expensive but uh, coming back to conte yeah. uh, no no, no he would not be In fact, a Ruben Diaz would do. No, no. no. Yeah, but uh, I, I uh, yeah, so. yeah. You Coming back to Conte, uh, who do you think is gonna be Tottenham's most important player for a Conte system? Because I think I, it's I, gonna be Raguilion because Conte converts his fullbacks to anything like he did with Moses at Chelsea. Emerson and Doherty will will con- will complement each other. I think they have to play. They have to play and compete with each other because Reguon and Davies, he, they, both of them are one of. They are very good uh, left back pair. Like except Chelsea, uh, Chelsea, Liverpool, and Tottenham. They they can interchange between their left backs because Simicas had a very good start in the Premier League this year. So and depth is always good. Like like 
who doesn't like depth in their squad and i am in favor of the fact that soon one one day or the other premier league is going to have uh, is going to allow five substitutions okay so that's going to be a good thing do you think it's leagues, a good thing but uh, because see, uh, i think the entire team get changes then the, the, it, it is it is going to get uh, difficult for the smaller clubs like uh, burnley uh, brighton It's an unfair advantage. If you ask me, it's an unfair advantage. But again, like for for a team like Liverpool, I I don't really think so. Like if if Henderson gets injured, yeah, Thiago is not available. Fabinho yeah. is not available. Yeah. Who's gonna come off the bench? But it's you don't have a, a bench that strong. Ex- exactly, exactly. It's going to affect some other team with his vis-a-vis their with their fitness levels, the squad depth. The 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 biggest uh, advantage. Uh, will be for the teams like chelsea city uh, united also for that matter if 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 uh, rashford is tired bring on greenwood if if uh, uh, ronaldo is tired bring on martial bring Eddie on cavani Sancho. bring on edinson cavani that's what like that's what i was telling costa like you can't really expect ole to not perform yeah. with respect to the signings he's made oh. if he is not going to If he's not going to be in the top four, he might get sacked at the end of the season. It it won't be surprising. It will be a blessing in disguise for some United fans. Some United fans want him. Some United let's, fans don't want him. Let's let's get away from United for now yeah. and uh, talk so, about Conte and there's a Conte specific... again like uh, fullbacks and the strikers, midfielders. Uh, they're gonna do like Harry Winks is gonna be important for them. Uh-huh. Lo Celso is there. I I don't know if Bergwijn is going to stay or not because uh, and same goes for Lucas because I I don't really see him changing Son and Kane they are going to play uh, every week game in game out like winning the Europa Europa Conference League yeah. might help <laughs> they, it would yeah. be a trophy for them but like it would for, be a trophy for yeah. them they don't have any exactly, trophies exactly exactly like like magnificent it's really, stadium it's really and empty trophy cabinet it's, it's really sad to see a club like arsenal with the changes and the overhaul they are going through uh, i feel mikel arteta is doing pretty good now uh, but uh, yeah this is this specific question that i wanted to ask both of you like conte and uh, tommy tuchel both deploy a 352 system yeah but uh, they are intrinsically different like uh, conte plays specifically with two strikers and uh, tuchel plays with one striker and one as uh, a false nine kind of player yeah one yeah. who can play as a 10 and yeah exactly so who do you think is gonna come out on top in that battle because you mentioned the uh, chelsea said, versus tottenham game the fixture see cuz uh, such type of games are all tactical based yeah a, a player on his day cannot change that type of a game cuz in that game the manager with better tactics tactics is gonna outperform the other guy yeah. so i am expecting like a 2-2 or a 3-3 or maybe a nil-nil for that matter yeah i i i think they're going to cancel each out and i am expecting a nice fairy uh, manager outburst display as well on the sidelines one of them is going to get a yellow card or a red card for sure <laughs> and i am going to exp- i'm like conte is going to be really excited for this fixture for sure So uh next what we are going to discuss about is the top 4 predictions from both of I'll you. I only take 10 seconds for this. Yeah, but, be, but 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 I I won't give you a top 4. It's going to be I can't give you the exact number yeah. for second third fourth. Yeah. 
but it's going to be city liverpool chelsea yeah, hold on to that thought hold on to that thought because what i want to ask right now is uh, arsenal have been on a real resurgence they're not going to finish in the top 4 but uh, they they have been on a 10 game unbeaten streak right now and they're performing pretty well so do you think uh, like you are of the opinion that conte can displace united on the fourth position do you think arsenal also has a chance no what about you kostov Uh, I think um, Chelsea, City, Liverpool are definitely there. Yeah. Um, I hope United is there. Um, Ole in, Ole out, no matter. Hmm. But I also feel that there is one dark horse hmm. in the Premier League hmm. every season. Hmm. It could be Spurs because of Conte. Hmm. It could be Leicester also because of uh, how Brendan Rodgers is managing it. Hmm. It's it's lovely how he's managing. Hmm. He's it, it's it's even better to look at uh, you know Leicester right now. compared to how he was managing liverpool hmm. because liverpool at that time was performing really well hmm. at one stage of time hmm. but leicester i think he has proved his mettle hmm. uh so the fourth position um wishful thinking of course it's it's united hmm. i mean um ole can can turn around things for himself and for the club hmm. but no matter what i mean united is a club which does not and ronaldo being there he he wouldn't want to miss out on champions league for sure hmm. right so i think the top 4 for me is chelsea city liverpool and united so uh, the next tasty fixture yeah. in the, the next game week coming up is uh, liverpool versus arsenal yes kostob uh, uh, liverpool is at home to arsenal yeah. and arsenal are on 10 ma- 10 match and beaten streak yeah Do you think Arsenal have a chance against Liverpool? No, no, no. I don't think so. See, and uh, I would like to Angad yeah, actually, to join in as well on Ang- this because actually, you're Angad, a Liverpool fan. Actually, Angad, Angad could could you know give a good uh, input in this this one because you know Liverpool versus Arsenal has al- always been a exciting fixture. So why don't Angad you start off with it? See, uh, Liverpool versus Arsenal. Uh, Bobby Firmino is injured. Hmm. Liverpool is a bit thin in the midfield. but uh, i don't think so uh, arsenal will be able to handle sala bobby and uh, jota yeah and like i uh, i don't really want to uh, bring in the last one and a half year where uh, no fans were there in january liverpool has a disastrous home run again like uh, that's subjective because uh, last one and one and a half seasons there were no fans at home so yes. home and away really didn't matter i i don't really see liverpool losing four games on the trot uh with the with the cop there with 50000 people singing you you'll never walk alone so playing at anfield is always like 12 versus 11 players cuz you have uh, scousers shouting at the other team making the other goalkeeper nervous like they just don't stop they keep on chanting that there's a reason we have chants for each and every other player arsenal are bright uh, emily smith row is doing wonders uh, obameyang has finally stood up, up come up to the and uh, their defenders are doing well as well ramsdale oh man the yeah. saves against leicester he has been a surprise Amazing. of the season let's see how many shots cuz see i'm expecting six shots by salah Well, it could be a bummer it could be a bummer because by mane so it's going to be how do you think arteta has been coping up with the situation at I arsenal i think i think again like that's why the the statement like trust in the system like 
like like be patient with arteta like they they were they were people ranting like i, I love arsenal tv so yeah, <laughs> af tv <laughs> yeah so i mean uh, the, the 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 so amazon has come up with this uh, you know uh, all or nothing uh, this time they they were kind of um, uh, video i mean they're they were, shooting they were, with arsenal this they were shooting with arsenal so i was, i was kind of very very uh, i don't know what was the feeling but i was kind of it was a, it was comical in the beginning Because yeah. I, I thought that you know yeah. this this was is, going to be nothing. Yeah, I thought I thought all or nothing. <laughs> this is going to be nothing uh, compared to City's uh, season of all or nothing. Yeah. But no, I think uh, they're coming up really well. Uh, Arteta has has been showing his metal. Uh, finally, he's showing that he's been trained really nicely under Pep Guardiola. Yeah. Um, he has won against Pep Guardiola. Um, you know, he's he's won uh, a cup against City. So I think you know it it is too early. I mean, like I said, you know. you know mikel arteta was given a chance and he's proving it so you know rosy days for arsenal right now uh, the next tasty fixture is uh, chelsea versus leicester brendan rodgers has been touting for the united job people are saying that he's been house hunting at cheshire for the united job but uh, this fixture can go a long way in proving his credentials against uh, chelsea Do you think uh, this is a banker for Leicester or Chelsea are gonna win this one? Uh, Leicester are, are playing at King Power, right? Yeah, Leicester are playing so, at King Power. So again, this game Rogers has to be very tactful with his approach. I think he should start with two strikers. With Vardy, he has a choice of going with the the clinical Inacho. Like we all saw what he Inacho did in the last late latter part of the season. He was just amazing. Patson Daka. is very pacey he can finish i think they if they try and hit chelsea at the counter this is a tasty fixture as well so i am really looking forward to watching liverpool arsenal they host arsenal at home at anfield and the leicester game against chelsea is going to be a good fixture is this is the last dance for uh, havertz i think he's going to again start as a striker for uh, Chelsea before also, Romelu Lukaku comes yeah, back. Yeah, yeah, man. Because I, I, I also have habits in my FPL. Because uh, play striker for like. And that's eight. exactly why you're not in the top twenty. <laughs> <laughs> I think you should go and. Uh, I think you should go and see uh, where I am in the FPL right now. Top ten. That's good. Sometimes, sometimes. Uh, like, yeah, but uh, uh, okay. Coming to the final part of the argument or the discussion. Uh, Chelsea are sitting comfortably at the top right now. Do you think uh, City or Liverpool are going to displace them by the end of the season or do you think Chelsea are going to run away with it? Chelsea did really well after going man down against Liverpool at Anfield. I I don't think so any other team out of the other uh, 18 teams could have uh, had a 1-1 draw at Anfield with a man down. they did really well conte really uh, did well yeah uh, tuchel really did well and then still stuck up on that yeah, 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 battle yeah. so yeah. he took out a player like conte uh, uh, yeah. and he brought in barkley so to get a man with more strength uh, mm-hmm. to tackle the midfield situation mm. so and with no with no lukaku mm. with no mr miss timo werner mm. Uh, with all due respect, I love Tom. Uh, yeah, Tom, but but they were they were smashing seven goals. Mm. They didn't really have a st- out and out striker, mm. and they still stood at the top. Mm. Though they were held for a draw in their last game, 
so do you think they'll be able to maintain this like they they are more than welcome to maintain it till christmas <laughs> okay. okay so for you the title race is between liverpool and city right now liverpool city and chelsea okay uh, any it's anyone's uh, game to be honest if if liverpool don't have any other injury scares i think they can take it ahead can they cope up with a van dyke injury let's say this they time, have konate right this now this time yes I, but i don't think so van dyke will get injured like last time that was horrendous look yeah. what we saw like acl yeah. but after coming back with the if with they the get sala like injury oh man like with that derails to, the with season with respect to afcon and if we lose uh, like keda keda on his day, we, we saw the this goals keda they'll be liverpool will be like uh, with they'll be four games without sala and mane both in january yeah i think minamino is more than capable enough and there's a reason deva parigi is back playing games for belgium he he can score goals like uh, we all know what he did to barcelona that that's what it is so i i think it obviously there are big shoes to fill like filling in the shoes of mane and sala the best african players ever to grace the premier league is going to be difficult i But think it's go. still drogba yeah you still uh, drogba is better than sala i'll, I'll show you some facts right now <laughs> maybe <laughs> it's okay okay uh, uh to so kostab do you think uh, uh, chelsea are gonna keep up the pace or they gonna fall down to city and liverpool i think uh, pep guardiola does his magic in the second half yeah um we saw last season what happened uh we saw how we can not underestimate pep guardiola hmm. uh, i think he's the best manager in making right now hmm. i would highly rate uh, klopp because uh, he's not about the fancy spending hmm. he's he's more about making players and uh, you know making average players run uh, good players for their money hmm. but um, at the end of the day you cannot cannot discount pep guardiola so i i think chelsea is going to get a, lit, a lot hit from pep guardiola and uh, pep guardiola is going to do the match see last season if you just going to uh, talk about the last season last season was about no fans uh van dijk was injured gomez was injured matip was injured that's if correct all these if all these players were there liverpool would have given city a run for their money for sure and that's going to happen this time as well so yeah uh, i know you like pep a lot But in my eyes, Klopp is the best manager. You to have to like him if he's the if he keeps right winning now. like he does. Okay. He does. There's he no, does, there's he no does. going okay. away from the fact. Okay, amazing show, both of you guys, and uh, I hope the fans and uh, whoever is listening to this would love the show. And uh, thank you, thank you, both of you for taking the time out to record this podcast. Uh, for you listeners, I would please request you to like and subscribe, and uh, yeah, spread the word. and uh, thank you this is premier league prism this is nishant avasti signing off with angad and kostub and uh, see you again